Hello and welcome to another video games to the max. This is episode 132, and I am your host Sean Garmer. This is the official 41 Games Zone podcast. With me today is my co-host, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. Ah, well, we tried to do this yesterday, but uh, I fell asleep. So. Don't worry, I made fun of you for it. Yes, uh, <laughs> you know. I send out tweets with, with him tagged about the podcast. No retweets or anything, but then he sends me a tweet making fun of me. So, I, uh, there you go. See, see how this lovely relationship works. Well, it was, <laughs> it was weird on Facebook, because after you fell asleep, I, I think I texted you twice to say, like, are you awake, or, like, what's going on? And, like, they did, they disappeared from my screen, and I was like... What? What happened? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I saw them afterwards. I think I woke up at like 2 in the morning and I was like, oh crap, I fell asleep. I was still up at that time too. That was kind of sad on my part. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Normally I am awake to like 3 or 4 in the morning. So uh, that would be uh, no, no change on that. But uh, yeah, so... I mean, there's not a ton, ton of stuff to discuss, but, I mean, who would have thought there would be a scandal going on, and uh, Pokemon Go has apparently got everybody going crazy, even, you know, pro, uh, I am, you know, on Twitter doing stuff with wrestling all the time, and so many pro wrestlers are talking about, I'm just hooked on this Pokemon Go right now, <laughs> so it's so weird to hear people talk about that, but... What have you been playing, Mark? Well, not Pokemon Go. Um, uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, like always, Titan Souls. I bought Costume Quest 2 on PS4, and it runs better than PC. And a game called the Technomancer on PC. So, what is the Technomancer about? Uh, it is, I think, a... I don't know if it's a direct or a spiritual se- uh, sequel to a game called Mars Warlogs. But it's a science fiction uh, action RPG. Um, you play a technomancer who is like a uh, mutant that has electrical powers, and you're a cop on Mars. Uh, it's like a low rent version of Mass Effect. So is that good or bad? Uh, it's kind of both. Like it's good. It, it's it has charm, and you can see the people are trying. Like, I, I give them credit for that. But the combat just feels off, like, really bad. And animation priority is kind of high in the game. So you can be trying to heal, and, like, to heal, you, you have to like, go in the menu and select healing item, and a guy will pull out the syringe and inject himself with it. And it's like, in that time, you've, you've probably gotten attacked one, once or twice more. Uh... And it's an RPG, but, like, none of the leveling up mechanics feel great. Like, it's like, when you get a new skill, it's like, I want to feel better. Or when you get a new level, it's like, I want to be more powerful. And in this game, it just does not happen. Like, I have a level 8 character now, and I just try to mess with it. I, like, I loaded up Cheat Engine and just created a separate save file and gave myself everything. And... Even against normal grunts, I still didn't feel great. Like, I still get getting my ass kicked by him. Well, that, uh... So, basically, there's no point in leveling up because it doesn't matter? 
But you gain you gain some spell. You gain like new like technomancer abilities and one skill tree. But you have three stances like warrior, guardian, and rogue. Warrior, you have a shield and sword, like mace. Guardian is a staff, and rogue is a dagger. And I think rogue is the best because it's the quickest and you can dodge the best. It feels a lot like Risen too, and that's not exactly a good or bad thing. <laughs> I've never played the Risen games, so... I started with 2, and I liked it, but the combat system was bad, and then it got worse in Risen 3. <laughs> well, uh, so it's so it's not bad, but it's in the middle. Yeah. Like, I read an IG interview, and they gave it, like, a 4.9, and I was like, no, Oof. I mean, that's low, that's... That's a little too low, I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, so you would say like a I'll probably, five I'll and probably, a half, six? No, I'll probably give it like a six, maybe seven. It really depends on where the story goes or if it kind of picks up any. Um, yeah, it just it's just, there's just like a lot of weird systems in it that aren't, aren't explained that well. And they kind of expect you to just kind of pick it up and go. So is the story good at all? No, <laughs> I, I'm only two. I'm only like three hours into it, so, oh, okay, so okay. I mean, I can't, I can't judge that at all. Like, I just got to like the first big area after beating this like insect-looking boss, and I'm like, all right, now I have a story, or now I can, now I have a town to explore. So let's see where this goes. But apparently, there's like a whole, there's like a lot of weird systems, like a day-night, like a fatigue system. You have to like rest like, to restore your character, and I'm just like, this isn't an MMO. Like, I I, I shouldn't have to do this crap. <laughs> <laughs> also, the one of the weird things is, is, uh, you can, when you, you don't kill, you don't kill enemies, you just knock them out, and if you kill an enemy, you can't kill them, you drain them of their serum, I think that's like their brain power or something, and that kills them, but it affects your morality system. And uh. the lane... The lame explanation was, all life on Mars is precious. And I'm like, yeah, except for the life that's trying to kill me. Then fuck them. <laughs> yeah, all the life, exactly. It's life on Earth is precious, except for the <laughs> Yeah, just, but, you don't have to be precious about life. And I actually think it looks, I mean, you can tell it's a pretty kind of budget title, but it actually kind of looks okay. Like, the environments actually look pretty good, and I'm kind of impressed by some of the, what they do. Like, character models look pretty ugly, uh, but it looks fine. I mean, it runs well on my PC, which I'm kind of surprised about. <laughs> and, and it plays a lot better than Mars Warlocks ever did. Like, that was a pretty gnarly game. <laughs> so is Mars Warlocks like pretty much the same thing, then? Yeah, except it had a lot more prison rape, so... Well, that's always a plus. Having yeah. less prison rape. Well, I don't know <laughs> if it's plus or minus, but <laughs> like in Mars Warlocks, you started off in a prison, and one of the characters is like, "I'm going to rape you," and it's like, "Well, this is a nice start to a game." <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Okay. It's Focus Home Interactive, and I think they're, I think they're Eastern European. I feel like I've heard of them before. Uh, they're they're French, so yeah, I would have guessed Polish, but yeah, in the they they make a lot of they publish a lot of crap like Blood Bowl and 
Cities Excel, dear God. And Farming Simulator. Oh yeah, and the Sherlock Holmes games. <laughs> there's a new six. There's a new six game coming out. I had no idea. Why? Okay. <laughs> the first one wasn't that great, but okay. I mean, it has its fans, but it, like no one is clamoring for a sequel. I feel like I've heard of the Mordheim game, but yeah, not not too, not too sure about what it is. Uh, so I had a crappy time trying to get Pokemon Go to work. Apparently, it either really works for you or it doesn't. Just yeah, I mean, wanna, it's just getting yeah. hammered. So, what do you expect? I mean, yeah, the first night. I mean, because at one point it actually went live on accident. Yeah. And then you had people playing it, and then they took it down. Then they made it go live the next day. Uh, and they like you sent me a workaround, and I was like, ah, I'll just wait. And then woke up the next morning, oh, Pokemon goes live again. Yeah. And then I tried to get it to work, just to get it set up. It wouldn't even, it wouldn't even uh, log in. It wouldn't even let me log in to actually get it to work. I got it to work at work so I could log in and actually have the character there or whatever. And then when I went to go walk the dog was the first time I actually got to use it. And I caught a Bulbasaur. And, yeah, you definitely can get lost <laughs> trying to look for stuff. Uh, just, just walking the dog, I was like, oh, I kind of forgot what I'm supposed to be doing here. Uh, and then... Then after that, it wouldn't load the like it would tell me to go to the Poké Shop, which is the next thing it wants you to do, and it wouldn't load the map. It would keep telling me that I lost GPS signal, even though I'd go turn my GPS my my maps on, and the Google Maps work fine. So, you know, the thing obviously has some issues. I mean, I've seen a lot of people have like tons of Pokemon and stuff, so I guess that obviously depends on your location and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, apparently it drains your battery like no other. So. Yeah, I mean, what do you expect? <laughs> well, I mean, like, they're even telling people that you need to make sure that before you leave the house to go on a Pokemon expedition, uh, make sure you charge your battery. <laughs> I'm like, wow, okay. It's that serious. Soon they'll just be releasing, like, Pokemon-themed battery packs for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> going uh, I got to play a bit more Tokyo Mirage Sessions. I finally got out of the first dungeon. Man, those those puzzles are not... At least the puzzle that that's constant through the first dungeon is not uh, hard. It's just annoying. And you have to do a lot of backtracking. And it's also the, the thing that... With your gamepad where it gives you messages or whatever. Where it constantly tells you... Oh hey, you have this new skill. Oh hey, you have this, and so it makes you feel like you you need to go out of the dungeon and go get the new skill or whatever. Sometimes it's like weapon upgrades that obviously make your character much better. So it's like, okay, now I need to go warp back to the base and get my new weapon, and because eventually like your weapon will max out, so there's like no point to continuing to battle with that weapon. So you you kind of need to go get the new weapon so you can keep learning abilities and stuff. Uh, so yeah, that's that's it's not an issue or whatever. It's more like you need to have some patience uh, when you play the game necessarily because 
if you don't like that kind of stuff where it's constantly trying to tell you to do something, uh, may bother you. But battle system's still awesome uh, so far. And that's pretty much it for me, other than continuing to play Pokemon Yellow uh, in the trips to the bathroom and stuff like that. The newest Pokemon <laughs> game there is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, so let's get on to this. Uh, so I had not heard about it. I think nobody had heard about Evolve for like a long time. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, oh, bam, Evolve is now free to play. And I remember you saying... This was probably going to happen. Uh, and didn't they just talk about Evolve 2 was going to have single player and all this other stuff and get ready for Evolve 2? And then, oh, it's Evolve Stage 2. And it's going to have new hunters and and all this stuff. Like, yeah. I, uh, they need to stop. <laughs> no, one, no one cared about Evolve in the first place. Like, I mean, Team Fortress 2 had a good switch from going, like, paid to free-to-play, but other games have not. Like, uh, Monday Night Combat springs to mind. And I don't see this game picking up at all. Like, no one liked it in the first place, and it's like, yeah, who cares? Yeah, it's not changing what the game is, which is like that 4v1 stuff, and that thing, that 4v1 fad died with Evolve, pretty much. It started and it started and ended with Evolve. So, <laughs> well, that, also because Fable Legends never came out, but that's, that's what I meant. <laughs> but I mean, you know, who knows? It's weird. Like that... the, it when that game came out, they seemed really desperate for it to like for it to hit, and mm. they're like, "It's going to be this whole esports phenomenon." And it's like, no game like that needs to come naturally, like. You trying to force it onto people is not going to work, right? And eventually, it just became too like where the the more monsters you got, the more OP the monster got, and it became uh, an annoying to play as the hunters and everything. And just I don't know. I never saw the this going very far as as far as uh, it becoming something you really want to play over and over. Yeah. I don't know anyone who played it. Like, I have one friend who played it when, like, when it first came out, but that was it. And he played it for, like, a month or two, and then that was it. Yeah, I had the same thing. I had a friend that played it for a couple of weeks. I played the demo. I thought it was okay. Just there wasn't anything in there that hooked me, per se. And I never remember people going, oh, my God, this is great. i got to play this now, other than the first, like, month or so. You know what they should have done is paid people to play it. And then post, huh. post fake YouTube videos about how great it is. <laughs> uh, well, you know, they have Microsoft for that, I guess. Uh, so, Nintendo has filed another patent for another controller. And this pretty much looks like a phone with uh, the gamepad, like, overlay on it. Uh, would not that, surprise me at all. They're, they're, making a, they're making a Jaguar controller. Yeah, I mean, they supposedly are considering making actual controllers for the phone so you can play their phone games with a controller. I, what the hell is open right now? 
What the? Is this me or you? What? I don't know what is on right now. Okay. I hear wow. nothing, so... <laughs> I, I hear stuff, but I don't know if it's going to them. And it probably was. That's bad. Some ad just decided to randomly start playing on my computer for some weird reason. I heard nothing, so... <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I have old stuff open that I haven't touched. And I while I'm a... on a... All I what? have is a cat being naughty and trying to go for my network network cable as they're doing this. Does he actually chew on it? He looks trying to bat it around. Ah. Yeah, that would be good if he knocks it out. Yeah. You know, I've never been a fan of the games with the gamepad on the phone. So Yeah. The, the biggest offender to me was Marvel vs. Capcom 2. <laughs> It's like they just drew a, uh, you know, a D-pad and buttons onto it on the, and it's like on a five-inch phone, this doesn't quite work. <laughs> yeah, especially because you need the, but the combos and stuff to be able to do the specials and everything. That isn't, oh, some, you don't have to put everything on the phone. Some things might just work better on a PC or a console. It's not that bad. I, as far as a controller thing goes, I think that's not a bad thing if you come out with games that actually would deserve having a controller, but I think the point of the phone is that you want to play with the phone, not to have this thing you have to carry around. Yeah. If not, you might as well just have a 3DS or something. You say that's what something built for it at least. Yeah, it has to be something you can just plug it in and it's small or whatever. It can't be this bulky thing that you have to now take a bag instead of having it in your pocket still or whatever. Uh, so there's this, you know, so many of these things happen where they have listings for jobs. And, there, and there's been a listing for this thing with Diablo for a while for various people. And there's a new one that came out now where they're looking for someone that can lead Diablo into the future. Whatever that means. So and they're making so it, it a space space game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, making Diablo StarCraft. Basically. Uh, it leads people to think that there might be another Diablo coming. What do you think? I mean, it's been three years, four years. Yeah. Since Diablo came out. I mean, it's been kind of a long time, or Diablo 3 came out. Even Reaper of Souls, I mean, it came out in 2014. Uh, I mean, it, it did well, but it was kind of abandoned onto a, a, a pretty damaged game. Like, if I, I, I do want to see Diablo 4, but I want them to make some very specific changes to it if they do make it. Like, not making it online for PC. Like, online required, I should say. Do you think that it'll come on console and PC at the same time? Uh, I think it kind of has to, because Diablo 3 did really well on consoles. Like, that is still one of the best co-op, like, couch co-op games around for consoles. Um, it's not quite as patch-heavy, or, like, it's not quite in sync with the PC version, but it still is, like, pretty solid with that stuff. So, yeah, I think it kind of has to come out to 
if not day and date, then really soon. But I would I would expect day and date because of how Overwatch did. Yeah, I mean it would make sense. And now that they've released Overwatch that way, and you know what Diablo three did, at least the expansion on the consoles, you'd have it come out with the consoles. Well, it's it's just a game that's built like you said for that. Um, even by yourself, it's still fun and better to play on a gamepad. I think just me actually having played it. Yeah. On the... Oh, it's also easier on a gamepad because you can roll. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to do the whole having the mouse key. I mean, there's still a lot of people that go, oh, mouse and keyboard, it's the best, whatever. But, you know. Well, like for fine control, it's, that's, that is, that's completely true, but... Like, you don't need that type of control in Diablo. <laughs> no. You don't? I mean, is there anything that they haven't done that you think needs to be in the game? or? Uh, I would say a better crafting system, personally. Um, yeah, I, I I know I was, I was kind of joking about like the sci-fi aspect, but take it, in, take it into like a really different direction, like, than this, you know, fantasy like, go wild with it. Like, see what you can kind of create something new. Do you see them actually trying to do that, though? Hell no. They'll create the same goddamn game that they had the past three times, and people will eat it up. <laughs> oh, Paul, I mean, you know, they do have a little bit of fantasy with WoW or whatever, and but Diablo sort of that creates that niche for them. Where, you know, you have StarCraft for the space stuff and, and all that. and So I, I guess I can see their point of continuing to sort of put it in the same setting. Well, yeah, but if they want to do that, create like a space, like a sci-fi version, uh, or a, like a StarCraft version of Diablo, then. Like, call it something else. But be be a space marine or a Zerg or something. That wouldn't be too bad. I mean, kind of converge the two... Franchises together. This would be like, we were going to kill Diablo, but the Space Marine landed on him and killed him instead, and we joined up with him. It's like, all right. <laughs> yeah, so... <clears throat> so, I mean, we don't know anything other than this listing, which... I mean, that could change tomorrow, for all we know. <laughs> well, it, it's telling that, like, the directors of Diablo 3 have left recently. Like, the... I think Jay Hunter left like a like six months ago, and like the, the guy who replaced him left like just recently or something. Yeah, that is interesting. Like I understand. Well, one of them had been with Blizzard for a while, right? Like, yeah, the guy who just left like had been with Blizzard for a while. Right. I mean, that one you can kind of understand. Okay, he's been there. He feels like he's kind of done everything. All right, but the new guy leaving. I don't know. Maybe he thinks that he doesn't. He got bored with it, or just yeah, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't for him. Or well, I think Jay Hunter was the one who said, like, "I want to go back to writing." It's like, well, okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I don't see why. What would prohibit you from writing the yeah, next game? Or... They're not mutually exclusive or anything. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming if you wanted to say, hey, can I write some of the stuff for the next game or for one of the other games, they wouldn't have a problem. But, you know, maybe he just wanted to get out of the whole doing stuff with Diablo and just Blizzard yeah. in general. 
which is, I could see that. That that that'd be a. I could see Blizzard being a pretty stressful company to work for. Yeah, especially with we don't know how much. I'm assuming Activision leaves them kind of alone, but you've got them to deal with, and then you've got constant games that are always being made or being patched or being something going on. So it's not like they get to just take a break when a game comes out or whatever. They're constantly doing stuff for it. So yeah. Uh yeah, and I mean, talking about things that change, literally right right after we got done doing the podcast, Bioshock Collection. Now, we talked about the fact that they had already... It had leaked. But it, it had leaked, but we got the full details now with the Bioshock Collection. Of course, it's coming to all three of the main systems, and uh, good for you that Bioshock 1 and 2 are getting remade for PC. So yeah. And and PC users are getting it for free if they already own it. So, well, that's that, good. That's that's nice. <laughs> I mean, it'll come with all the single player DLC. So that was another thing you were wondering. Yeah, they and, didn't mention anything about the multiplayer Bioshock Two. So uh, I'm betting that's not going to be there. <laughs> I'd imagine how many people really want to go back and play the multiplayer Bioshock Two, though. Yeah, that that like when they can't when they. And that came out, no one was, like, clamoring for it or anything. It's like, well, That seemed there. like one of the things they put in there because that was the one Ken Levine didn't make, right? So right. It was like, oh, well, okay, guys. Well, you know, so you have something else to do just in case you don't like this game. There's multiplayer. It's like, if you want to sell it, don't sell it back, please. <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. Uh, I mean, it's interesting. I already own all three of the games on the PS3. Uh, don't know if I'm going to bother with this or not. I mean, it's one of those things that I think is is good for people who never got to play these games. You really should. They're all great games. I think uh, most people have played them, though, also. Yeah, Paul, it's, it's kind of like Batman. This is one of those things that you're kind of going, okay, you didn't need this, but, you know, whatever works for you. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the kicker for me is that you know, they're just giving it to the people who want it on PC already. Like, that's good on them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, too bad uh, that, I think it was Bioshock 2, or Bioshock 1 never came to Vita. I guess we'll see if we're still waiting. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there, people, there's someone still waiting for Bioshock 1 for, for the Vita. It's like, alright. There's people that still talk about it, like, hey, that's supposed to still keep coming for Vita. I was like, no. At it's this like, point... Well, Look how well XCOM did. It's like, do you really want to play Bioshock on this thing? <laughs> yeah, uh, Borderlands 2, I think, lagged a ton. I'm sure he was yeah. waiting for that. No more of Fallout 4 DLC after Nuka World. Yeah. I'm pretty pissed about that. <laughs> Why? Because I bought their season pass. Uh, like I bought it like when they announced that they're going to increase the price. So they suckered me into buying it, and you get one story, you get two story pieces of content, and four crappy add-ons for their workshop bullshit. And their past two Fallout games had four pieces of story content. Ooh. But is and, it as big or well? It doesn't. Than... It doesn't matter. Like for me, the size doesn't matter really. It's uh, each story content in Fallout Three in New Vegas. Like did something different, or at least tried to, 
And this one is just like, uh, I think it, I think Harbor just has like a bunch of fog in it, and the Nuka World stuff that you can play as a raider. It's like, why would I want to? <laughs> like, I wanted more story content. Not you can you can build a vault and you can you can make it over like a Sims game. It's like that doesn't appeal to me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, there's got to be, they, they must have done some kind of internal testing of something that says, or people must have been clamoring, I want to play as a raider, because I cannot imagine they just randomly decided, okay, we're going to do this thing where you can play as a raider now, and everybody's going to love it, and like, you know, I remember this being announced at E3, and there was like no... Yeah, it, <laughs> well, when they announced it, it blew through the stage so quickly also, they yeah. showed like... 15 seconds of gameplay footage, and it was like, all right. But, yeah, I'm pissed. I'm, I'm just really, I'm not like getting a torch ready to burn down Bethesda, but <laughs> it's it's really like a slap in the face. Like, yeah. almost all of their other games have been pretty well supported. Like, Skyrim had three pieces three, of content. Yeah. One was kind of sh- like shoddy. One was basically like, here's a house that you can build up. But the other two were fine. Uh, like Fallout New Vegas and 3 had 4 each. And Oblivion had some shoddy stuff also at the time. But it's just like, wow. You guys, you guys like really cheaped out on this thing, didn't you? Yeah, true. Um, I have somebody uh, that's posting about they're complaining that Pokemon Go needed to have a battle system. Uh, no, that'll probably get patched in later. <laughs> I don't. I just. I don't see it. Like you either get one game or the other. They're not going to make a full Pokemon game on the phone. They're not going to do that when they got Pokemon uh, Sun and Moon coming out in November. They're just. They're not going to do it. Like. Well, it's not going to be a full Pokemon game. It'll probably just be like pick your one Pokemon that you like, and then you can fight against other people. But you can only do one, and if it gets knocked out, it gets knocked out. Or if it wins, you get like another level or something. But it, it, like even if they introduced a battle system, it wouldn't be like a full six versus six Pokemon or anything like that. Yeah, true. But like even allowing you to do what you do in Pokemon Go, which is sort of the catching aspect of Pokemon and the exploring aspect of Pokemon or whatever. But you don't have the... And you still sort of have the gym leaders, but you're not battling. Well, I could... No, the yeah. other thing is I could see it being more like Ingress. Like, yeah. uh, you go to... If you keep going to a gym or, you know, what they deem a gym, you eventually become the gym master. And then if someone wants to take your spot, they have to battle you for it. That's sort of what you do in the game. Like, you even leave a Pokemon there at the gym, and you can have other people that are online sort of go with you uh it like you can have them bring their pokemon to help you or whatever but it's like it's not sort of you're not ever really battling you know um and that's the thing like i just don't because once you allow one pokemon you have a battle anything like in the games people are just gonna keep clamoring for like well i have four pokemon or whatever you need to let me battle with all of them, and it's you eventually get a lot of what 
the portable games are. And if I were Nintendo, like, don't blow that on the phone. Well, like, here's the thing, though, yeah. is the phone might be more profitable. Yeah, but if you're going to do that, blow it on the NX. Like, blow it on, on, on one of the, your big systems. Don't do it on the phone. Yeah, but the right. NX might not, you know, it's, the NX is still speculative. It might not be able to do what the phone can do. Well, it should be able to do what the phone can do. <laughs> yeah, mean... but you're also not going to take, like most people, even if, even if your example was Pokemon Go on the NX, most people don't, aren't going to have an NX controller. They're not going to carry it around. Oh, no, no. I didn't mean like Pokemon Go on the NX. I meant like if you're going to have something that's very much like the Pokemon games on 3DS or whatever, do it on the main system. Don't do it on the phone. Yeah, but Pokemon, yeah. like Pokemon's never come to like the, the handheld version of like the Pokemon RPG. Yeah, of Game Boy has never come to a, like the home console. Yeah, that's what I'm saying though. Don't bring it to the phone. Bring it to the home console because you're not really selling anything on the phone unless you make it where it's a twenty dollar game on the phone or something like that, which I no, guess they could do. No, but all the free yeah. to play or all the free-to-play stuff. Like, I know people already who are buying crap into that game. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I know I, yeah. Who, who never touch a Pokemon game who are like, I bought ten Pokeballs because I wanted to bu- catch these monsters. So... Right. I mean, this this thing might be... I mean, it's already a day. This thing might be the most popular Pokemon game out there. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Because everybody has a phone. Whereas, you know, you still have to go buy a 3DS or or whatever. Um, I just don't know. Like, I I don't see Nintendo doing that. Like, I, even with a Mario game or anything like that, unless they just bring over an old one, which they supposedly said they weren't going to do either. They would, it'd always be something new. Like, I could see, like, a Mario Endless Runner before they, they come out with a Mario actual title. You know. No, I, I don't think they would solely Mario with an endless runner. They're not that desperate. Oh, I, I, yeah, but... They're not Sega. <laughs> thank God. They're not. Uh, even though, you know, Sonic, not bad for that, honestly. Uh, Red Dead Redemption is now backwards on Xbox One, or going to be backwards compatible on xbox one uh it has made to the fact that you know right now it's on sale for 750 if you got an xbox live gold and it's apparently been selling like hotcakes because of this news so maybe this backwards compatible stuff is worth it sony well the warriors is backwards compatible with the ps4 <laughs> yeah but you got 15 dollars for that yeah and that's an inferior version of that game compared to the Xbox. Yeah. Oh, it came uh, out on Xbox? Oh. Yeah. Like, I mean, Drive Dead's fine. Uh, I haven't played it in a while. I don't have it anymore like I used to. Um, yeah, people will probably play it. I'm curious if Undead Nightmare is also backwards compatible or not, though. I'd assume they would make it backwards compatible. I think they... Said the DLC for Fallout 3 is. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. So. I didn't hear any of it. They just made Fallout New Vegas backwards compatible like a week ago. I didn't hear about if the DLC works for that or not. But 
supposedly yeah. that's supposed to all work like that. So the sort of big deal that's been going on is this uh, Counter-Strike Lotto scandal because two popular CSGO YouTubers also own the CSGO Lotto site. And you probably know more about it than I do. So I was reading on it, but I don't know anything about any of this stuff. So Yeah, these two guys made videos on YouTube going like, oh, you can win like $13,000 in five minutes if you go to this website and bet, bet your skins. And they showed videos of them like making a lot of money from it or making like a make getting like rare skins. And then someone dig, dug around and found out that the, that one of the guys owned the website and the other guy was like going on the board of directors. And it's like that's wow. a conflict of interest. Yeah, that's a big conflict of interest. <laughs> uh one, the guy who owned the website, it, he he's made a few videos since then and he's made some pretty good excuses. One of his first ones is basically like I only, I I just recently bought into the site. Like, uh, I it just became under my control recently, and then someone dug around and found out that he actually was the one who incorporated it in the first place. And it's like that's that that's another strike. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. I think that's sort of the similar the problem that uh, other than it being a gambling issue is. Part of the thing that people have a problem with uh, with DraftKings and and all that stuff is that the people that work there also get to be in that. So you know, there's there's issues there, and I'm sure even the owners of the company might might be doing stuff on on the website and whatnot. And just that's the thing: is how do we know that you're not making it to where you? Basically stealing people's skins and getting money off of it out of your own. Yeah. Uh, deal. So, like, for people like me that don't play this game, why are the skins so important? They're just. Uh, I mean, it's all it's all rare. Well, it makes your weapons look cool. Like, it's all a matter of. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a weird market. Like, just because some skins go for like four hundred dollars. Oh uh, damn to make your weapon, like, look different, or I think, uh, yeah, like a paint job on your weapon, or stuff like that, or, like, a kill counter on your weapon, like, you got 40, 400 kills or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Team Fortress 2 has the same stuff, like, but those are, those are actually more functional rather than cosmetic. Like, these are all just cosmetic items. Um, or mostly cosmetic, I should say. But, yeah, it's, and then, like, you can trade items in, in WoW, or not in WoW, in uh, Steam, and essentially cash them out, like, from PayPal and stuff, so... Or people get their accounts hacked for their uh, for their CSGO items, or their Team Fortress 2 items, or... Yeah, it's it's shady all around, kind of. Yeah, that's, uh... Hopefully they have more on this uh, by the next time we do the podcast, but do you like think the, anything comes of this other than... Well, a few lawsuits have, lawsuits have sprung up against this Uh-oh. guy, against these guys, because this is a pretty big FTC violation, and one of the guys got not got hit by the FTC last year 
or that might have been two years ago. For essentially, he was po- he was uh, advert or he was going like this is a ama- like he was going like this is an amazing game, and he was like part owner of the game that he was advertising, and the FTC does not look kindly on that type of stuff. Right. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, some lawsuits have sprung up against these two guys, and I think one against Valve because Valve really takes a blind eye to this stuff. Um, oh, Valve's not gonna be happy about having. <laughs> yeah, being a lawsuit over these people. I mean, it'd be like trading like Overwatch skins or something if they, if they actually allowed that in that game. Um, so yeah, I could see. Some some rules getting tightened up with Counter Strike or Trading Fortress, or but that market's not going away because it makes too much money for Valve. Right. Like even Dota, like it's the same thing with Dota Two skins. It's all the same crap. Oh, we'll have to see if uh, they discuss uh, any. Are they remaking the Ghostbusters game again? I hope not. There's a Ghostbusters game that comes out this week. No, that that's uh, it's it's a it's tied into the film. Oh, it's tied into the movie. Okay. Yeah. So it has the the girl Ghostbusters in it. No, it just has four nameless characters. (laughs) Wow, you couldn't even get the the actresses from the movie to like do something with it or anything. Wow. Nope. After all that, geez, make make something off of that. And it's a, uh, it looks like another dual joystick shooter. Well, I guess can't be bad. Sort of. Uh, there is a, what is it? So Blizzard is also sort of in a lawsuit because there's this German company named Bossland that made a cheating program so you can see people's health statuses and uh, you can see team members on the map and stuff, and it hurts the game. Uh, I don't know how, because I don't play Overwatch, but Blizzard just came copyright infringement on it. So. Well, I think you can see enemies on the mini-map. That's the right. big problem. Um, so if you can see where they are, that's that kind of gives you an advantage. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I'm of two minds with cheating programs because I love to cheat in single player games, <laughs> but in multiplayer stuff, yeah, it it can impact gameplay or can impact other people's experience quite heavily. One that division is is one of those, right? It's yeah, going through that. Uh, part of the reason why they have so many issues. Well, it's, it's one of the reasons like the PC version of that game, like 500 people are playing it. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, it's uh, it's one of those things. So, I mean, Blizzard, Blizzard has sued other people in the past before, though, for, like, WoW cheating programs, and won. So, I, I envision that they'll do the same, they'll, they'll win on this one also. <laughs> Yeah, uh, they'll probably win. I'm sure. I mean, this is this is something that's hurting their their game, and they can prove it. So I don't see how the other company's going to win at all. Uh, there is uh, more characters coming to Killer Instinct, and possibly 
Joanna Dark, and the agent from Crackdown. Uh, all for nameless agents showing up in... Yeah, it's like, what agent do you pick? Like, the default one, or... <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, what? I guess they could give you different, uh, you know, color skins or whatever, right? Yeah. So, why not? I would rather they take the virtue the, of, uh, what is it, Fighting Vipers, I want to say. It might have been Fighters Mega Mix approach. And just put a fight a fightable car in Killer Instinct that sits on two wheels and fights with the, with his other two wheels. Ah, uh, that's wait, wait. So, what game is this? Is this stuff from Crackdown? No, it was Fighters Mega Mix. It was oh, an okay. old Sega Saturn game. It was like a Virtual Fighter spinoff. But one of the hidden characters was a Daytona USA car. <laughs> wow and it like stood on its back wheels and punched with its front with its other two wheels <laughs> just like the old like silent movie cartoon with the the battling car yeah awesome and uh yeah I think they needed to do that with Killer Instinct like have had their big fours a spin off. Ah! Wow. You sent me a picture. This looks so bad in the uh was PS one graphics. Saturn, yeah. Oh god. Wow, it looks so bad. Uh, I mean at least now they can sort of make it into that old looking car and it sort of looks okay, but yeah. I mean more weird characters to killer instinct's not a bad thing, honestly. Like no. I, I Joanna Dark's probably fine. I probably wouldn't put the agent from Crackdown in it, personally. Like, why not Why not go, like, weird and put, like, Banjo-Kazooie in it or something? That wouldn't be too bad, I mean... Or Conker, you know? I mean, yeah, Conker would fit, sort of. I mean, he's already lewd and whatever. You can just have him throw stuff at people or... I mean, whatever. or... Just, just put in more Halo characters. I mean, who cares? Yeah. They, own that, they own that franchise. Or Gears of War, for that matter, too. Right. You can put Marcus Phoenix in there. And they uh, won't get they won't pay to get John DiMaggio to voice them. <laughs> no, probably not. Cheap bastards with their arbiter stuff. Uh they could uh thinking of another franchise that they own that they could Quantum, in. Quantum Break. <laughs> yeah, put the the guy they put Alan Wake in there. Yeah. Uh, so there are new games in the EA Vault that you can get if you do EA Access with Need for Speed, the 2015 version, Unravel, and Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2, so, yeah, not bad for Unravel, $5 instead of getting, you can, I think it's on sale, uh, for 10 on both Xbox One and PS4 right now, I think, because they're both doing big sales, so... Uh, other than that, I think, uh, we head into the movie stuff, and we talked about the Warriors game showing up on PS4, now they're remaking the Warriors movie with Joe and Anthony Russo, who is, who are famous for the Captain America films, uh, they want to make it into a TV show on Hulu. You think it works as a TV show? 
Uh, I would say no, but I think the idea still has merit because the whole movie, the whole idea of the movie is them getting from New York to Coney Island. And it'd be hard to make that into a, you know, a 13 episode TV show or however long it would go. But they could just do a TV show about the, a, a gang of the warriors and that would be fine. I, well, I, you could still sort of tell that same story. It's something that hooks yeah. an audience. Yeah, but at a certain point, like after the first season, it's like kind of like that prison break problem. It's like after the first season, he broke out of prison, and it's like that show still ran three three seasons over, and it's like the the big thing already happened that people cared about. Uh. Well, I mean, hey, I like the movie back in the eighties. Oh, oh so do I. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a great movie. I'm not disparaging the you know the TV, the movie at all, but it's just I think it'd just be hard to draw out that story into a you know multi season possibly TV show. Yeah, if it's one of those things where you say, okay, it's be one season, I think you can do it. Yeah, but if they if they if they were just like we were given eighteen episodes, then that'd be fine, but. If if it's just unknown about oh this thing could run eight eight seasons it's like crap how long how can we draw this out <laughs> it's like seasons seven through eight were we got from we got from fifteenth street to eighteenth street <laughs> and it only took us thirteen episodes to do it <laughs> yeah yeah I mean oh god I could totally see that happening too. It's- it's almost, it's almost kind. Do you watch uh, Orange Is the New Black at all? Yes. Have you seen the new season? Not new season, no, not yet. Like there is some really weird time stuff going on in that se- in that season because it's like you watch an episode and then you watch the next one, but it, like the next episode's only like literally like the day after or like two days after. <laughs> so how long like, are they planning for that thing to go? Like I guess they they only want her to be out of. Out of well, prison, like in the last season. It's season. They're up to. They got. They got renewed to season seven, I think. So right. Up till then. <laughs> so that's probably what it is. Like, okay, she has this thought of season seven. Um, it being season seven, and okay, that's when we'll do the whole. Okay, she's out of prison or whatever. I'm assuming she doesn't want to do. Because once you get out of there, then it's just like any other show. Yeah. So. Eh, Just like eh, Prison Break. <laughs> yeah, I, get, I mean, at least they're not doing that, where the, now they turn it into a different show because, oh, well, she eventually had to get out of prison, you know? Like, I guess she could, but, you know, you, you can do... She's, she obviously has... Uh, she's done other shows. You could uh, do something else with it, but... Uh, Power Rangers is apparently going to be dark. We already talked about Brian Cranston being uh, Zordon, and you know he kind of said it. You know, don't think of it like the TV show. Think of it like the Batman movies where they got dark, and you know the Green Ranger could be in there. So does this yeah. make you more interested? I think him and Elizabeth Banks would be interested in it, and it depends on how embarrassing it's going to be. <laughs> I think they're going to try to not make it embarrassing. Like, they're going to try to sort of make it 
different than the show in that, you know, you kind of knew the show was just, I've gone back and watched some of the original series and how badly it was made and everything, and just you just laugh at it. I don't think that they want to do that kind of hokey stuff with this necessarily. You know? So are they going to turn Alpha 5 into like some super kick-ass robot? <laughs> I think you'll still get the Power Rangers stuff, I'm sure, but they want... I'm I'm gonna think that they want more people to be drawn into it. That is, they still need the theme song though. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Do they still use that necessarily, or they? they no, with every, with every iteration, they make a new theme song that's for, kind of progressively worse and worse. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess since the series has gone on that long, eventually you can't nail it with the uh, with those things at one point. Uh, Cody Rhodes is going to be an arrow. We talked about this on the wrestling podcast, but uh, hey, him and Stephen Amell have that good relationship, so you know this should be fun. What do you get yeah. to do? Ho- hopefully, he actually gets something to do. <laughs> I think like Amell kind of being friends with him and sort of knowing him. I think he's going to get a decent role. I don't think they're going to make him any kind of like character that would need him to be recurring or something, but... Why not? I mean, he's not... I mean, he's wrestling, but he doesn't have, like, a date, like a weekly grind anymore, so... Well, supposedly he's just going to come back pretty soon, so... I don't know. Uh, like, remember when... I don't know if... Do you, watch, you don't watch The Flash, do you? No. Yeah, Adam Copeland was in the first episode of the second season of The Flash, and he's in it for three minutes, and he's the main bad guy in that episode, and it's like... Why even have him? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he could. I mean, technically, you could just shoot all his scenes or whatever in his days off or whatnot, and uh, they'll they could figure out a, a way around his schedule if they wanted to. Yeah. Also, I think if he comes back to wrestling, I think he's probably gonna have a lighter schedule. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to see uh, how that goes. I mean, he's still young, so it's not like they would say, "Okay, well, it's because you're too old" or whatever, but. Well, honestly, with this brand split thing, they need they need him more than he needs them. <laughs> right. Uh, eh, they they do uh, definitely need him, but I, I think it's I don't know that he necessarily. There's there's word going around that it might be a total like work between him and Triple H. So we'll see if that was all the intention or not, or if that ever comes out necessarily, but a game that my, uh, or a show that my brother was actually on once, uh, Double Dare is going to show up at Comic-Con for one night. And even freaking Mark Summers is going to be back. Now I want to watch this. (laughs) Mark Summers is going to be on 30th anniversary of Double Dare. Yes. I watched this as a kid and I loved it. That that was in the heyday when Nickelodeon meant something. Yeah, when they had all those like shows that really felt like they were just all awesome. But when it wasn't just SpongeBob SquarePants twenty four hours of the day. Yeah, or Paw Patrol or whatever. It seems like that kids block goes longer and longer now in the morning. Well, it's weird that like Nick. I don't think Nickelodeon has any TV shows right now that have like. Humans are, in them, do they? <laughs> they do. 
but they're not anywhere. Like, I think after Zach and, or not Zach, yeah, Drake or whatever, the Drake, the one with Drake, and uh, what's his face? I forgot what they're, Drake and Joss. I think, like, they, that those things kind of died, and they had the one about the band or whatever, and that was about it, like. Uh, yeah, but, like, the old game shows, like, uh, Double Dare, Guts, Hidden Temple, it's like, those haven't been on that show, that, that. Oh, no. Yeah. That that channel for a decade, if not more. Well, that's why they made that. What is it, the Nick Gas channel? Where you and have... they start they started screwing that up. Also, how could you screw that up? It's really not that hard. Because they started adding more new new like new stuff to it. Oh boy, just leave it the way it is. If it's only reruns like Boomerang, it's not hard. Uh well, so we pretty much get to the new releases, which there aren't that many. I already talked about the Ghostbusters game. Uh, that Song of the Deep game, which actually looks pretty interesting, uh, comes out for Xbox One and PS4. One of the first ones that are published by GameStop. Uh, Insomniac Games made it. You sort of interested or no? Yeah, uh, I'll see the reviews. Like, if, if it actually does well, uh, I'll probably pick it up. Also, that gas network is ended a, uh, a ten dec or a decade ago. Ah, uh, uh, you also have the what is it? The Monster Hunter Generations that comes out on the fifteenth for the 3DS, uh, and the Infinium Strike that comes to I think everything uh, that matters. PS4, PC, Macintosh, all that, which is like a space strategy action game. And you get the Hawking game uh, for PS4. And a Mobile Suit Gundam game for Vita. So there's still stuff sort of coming out for Vita. Um, but yeah, so what is your top eight about this week? Uh, let's see. Oh, the top eight games that should get like an HD remaster. Uh, and the top five this week, I'm still trying to figure, I got to figure this out while while I'm doing the other stuff here, so I can send it out to you guys. Last week's was top five visual novels, which... I did not do a list for... (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) there's no reason to send it to Mark, so I just was like, John was so happy to get a a top five about visual novels. (laughs) What's great about my column this week was, uh... Like I, I picked games that were old, like Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog, or like Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past. And someone in the comments was like, "I want an HD remake of Red Dead Redemption and Mass Effect." And it's like, th- those games are already in HD. <laughs> like they could look better, but not much. <laughs> like, what do you want? <laughs> yeah. Uh, who knows. But, uh, alright, well that's it for this week. Sorry, I kind of had to hurry through things. Uh, but, hey, there wasn't like a ton out there to, to really discuss or anything. Hopefully next week, uh, we get uh, more info on stuff. You know, that NX is still out there and Nintendo still refuses to talk about it. So, uh, at some point they gotta open that lid. Because, you know, Mars is gonna come faster than they think, and 
I don't know if waiting till like November is the best decision or anything, but who knows on that. Well, until next week, enjoy your games, everybody, and see you later. Later.